Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous week here in Los Angeles. If it is winter by you, I want to really send you a lot of sunshine and warmth um, as we are very much gifted this week um, here in LA. So now let's, let's dive in uh, to this week's episode. Um, episode 39, I'm very excited. And today I want to talk to you about something that most of my clients And I think not just my clients, a lot of women, if not all women uh, and men, uh, have a problem with at one point or another in their weight loss journey. And the problem is the scale, the bathroom scale. I think that there is not much that incites more fear in weight conscious people like the bathroom scale. Are you someone who avoids the scale like the plague? Or maybe are you someone who weighs herself obsessively? I think we have all done it, all been there. We all know what I'm talking about. Like all of my clients literally dread, dread, super dread the weighing themselves part of losing their weight. I mean, actually, let me rephrase. If the number on the scale is down, then they love their scale and they love getting on the scale. But if the number is up and not where they want it to be, then they resent having even stepped on it. They hate the scale. They try finding something wrong with it. And then they start blaming themselves, um, ignoring their food protocol. And basically the whole thing ruins their mood. And so from thinking that they hate the scale and the number on it, they generally feel discouraged and disappointed and sometimes even angry. So what actions do these sorts of feelings drive for them? Well, not wanting to honor their food plan and thinking more and more sabotaging thoughts like, What's the point? It doesn't work. All these sacrifices for nothing. And then they even question their ability to lose their weight. And slowly they feel more and more discouraged and miserable. And they find themselves gravitating towards all the food that was not on their plan for the day. And they eat and they overeat to compensate for the uncomfortable emotions. And the result is they feel bloated, they gain weight, and they want to cry. And that is how the scale turns into the big bad scale. But poor little scale. I mean, the human scale is a beautiful invention. It actually originates in the early 17th century. Um, of course, it's evolved a ton since then. And today's scales are actually super savvy. They give you all sorts of information from, you know, your BMI to calculating your fat mass versus your muscle mass. And it can connect to your phone. It can keep you on track, even with your hydration and so many other things. 
Um, it can also monitor the whole family. It can um, calculate really smart algorithm uh, based even on your um, habits. So fantastic. I mean, personally, I prefer the simple sort of to the point kind of a scale, like the scale that does its just its main job, you know, meaning weighing my body. And I like to weigh myself in kilos because that's what that's the unit of measure that I'm used to. So that's kind of my only request uh, when I choose a scale. I don't really look at all the all the rest, even though it's great. Um, And what I want to say is that, you know, for having lived in so many places around the world, I can tell you that there are many countries where owning a scale is a total luxury. And so people end up, you know, having to pay like whatever it is, you know, sort of 25 cents, 50 cents, sometimes more, you know, at their local little store, convenience store type of a place to weigh themselves occasionally. Of course, then they have their clothes on, clothes on, and they're not in their homes and they, and they can't do it very often because it's just not convenient. I mean, did you ever think about that? Like, what if we had no bathroom scale? You know, what if you had no bathroom scale, then you'd have to like, you know, leave it to approximation. You know, some days you'd remember to connect with your body's look and feel. And some days and probably most days, you would just let life challenges and negative emotions take over. And over time, you would feel too discouraged to even bother with weighing yourself. Um, research show that the people who weigh themselves every day have a much greater chance, not only at losing their weight, but at never gaining their weight back because simply they, they keep in touch with what's going on, you know, with their body. So yeah, you don't have to, but I do recommend you weighing yourself every day. And if you don't do it every day, I recommend at least, you know, um, once, twice a week, if you can. Uh, there are doctors and dietitians who will say that um, if there is a negative uh, fallout from weighing yourself every day in terms of, you know, self-esteem, for example, uh, or if it will feel, you know, distressing for you, then, you know, um, distressing also from like not seeing the change that you were hoping for, then to just leave it alone and just weigh yourself, you know, occasionally or a lot less. My take on that is that it's a lot of power that you're handing over to just a number on a little machine. You know, I recorded an episode back in March called Math versus Drama, and I recommend you go back to that episode. The math really stands for the number on the scale. The drama is what we make it mean about us. So it's the thoughts we have about the math that, you know, what we make it mean about us and how we let it affect and even sometimes dictate our actions and ultimately our results, that kind of is the problem. So do you let the number on the scale mean a lot about you as a person? You know, does getting a so quote unquote bad number ruin your mood, mood in the morning or, you know, for the whole day for some of you? The scale, my friends, does not know much about you. Actually, it has no idea about anything about you. It doesn't know. It only knows what you weigh, okay? It doesn't know how kind you are. It doesn't know how much love you give to other people. It doesn't know how much you are loved. It doesn't know how hard you work. It doesn't know 
um, how well you mean. The scale knows nothing about you as a person. The scale doesn't measure any of those, you know, meaningful things about you. All that the scale does is that it gives you a number. That's it, a number. And all that number does is letting you know whether the way you are eating or, you know, eating and caring for yourself is really serving you or not, whether what you are doing is working for you or whether you should maybe, you know, switch it up a little bit. So what you choose to think about this number is what causes your distress, not the scale, not the number itself. Thinking negative thoughts about yourself when you see the number you don't like only adds more drama into your life, driving yourself crazy and and to eat more to compensate for how the number is making you feel and and how the number is, you know, telling you that or so you think that you're you suck at losing weight. But how counterproductive is that? When the number makes you feel unworthy and discouraged and pretty much just bad, it's all coming from your thoughts. And that, my friend, is great news because as you know, if you've been following me, changing your thoughts is something that is more than doable. You can change how you think about that number. You can dump the um, conditioned response of evaluating your life and your beauty, you know, through the filter of like pounds lost and pounds gained. You and your life are so much more than that. So the big bad scale is actually your friend. All you need to remember is to use it without any drama, to use it for what it is there for, meaning giving you a number. It is just there to give you information, to give you data. That's it. What you make it mean for you as a person is what is ruining your your mood and your weight loss progress. Because when you feel unworthy and discouraged and bad, you want to stay off the scale because you think it makes you feel bad. So you want to stop weighing yourself. And so then what happens is you keep on eating and you keep on gaining weight. And then, you know, eventually maybe you get to, you know, the doctor's office and that's when you are faced with the bad news. But who are you fooling by doing this but yourself and your wellness? So, my friends, if this is the year, you know, 2021 is around the corner, if this is going to be the year you've kind of vowed to lose weight and to keep it off, I really, really recommend you start making peace with the scale. So, first of all, the right way to weigh yourself in, you use your scale every morning. That's my recommendation. And that's definitely the best time to weigh yourself. Even if you weigh yourself, you know, twice a week, the morning is the best time to weigh yourself. So you do that, of course, after you've emptied your bladder and, you know, gone to the bathroom if possible and wear as little clothing as possible or no clothing at all is even better for, you know, accuracy every day, you know, of, of just having no clothes on. Um, that weigh on the scale. 
Then you place your scale on a hard, even surface, no carpeting. You stand still with your weight sort of distributed evenly on both feet. And, you know, if you are someone who has moved the scale around your bathroom to see which location gives you the best weight, I would say just try and stick to a flat surface and to the same location. Not all scales are created equal. That is just a fact, and we all have to um, sort of live with that, okay? So if you uh, consistently check your weight on your bathroom scale, then don't go check it at the gym um, because the mechanics are likely to be different. It's normal to see up to a five-pound difference across scales. And when it's a digital scale, even moving it, let's say, to wash the bathroom floor, um, can totally upset it. And then it needs to recalibrate, which can take, you know, whatever, a, you, you know, a day or two, like you weighing yourself once or twice for it to really recalibrate. So stick with one scale to ensure that you're always getting uh, an adequate reading. And this way you'll stay motivated and you'll know that the changes are the actual results of your actions. Your weight can really also fluctuate because of different things, you know, um, from your fluid intake, from your hormone levels, from your activity levels, but also um, when we overeat or when we eat food that is richer or, you know, heavier than normal, then the number is likely to go up. It's really important to weigh yourself, to keep track of where you are, but also um, it's important you don't get hung up on the number. We are no robots. And what drives us to obsess about the number on the scale or to be upset about the number on the scale is the thought you have about it. The number on the scale isn't always a true indication of your weight gain. For example, when you lose a pound of fat and gain a pound of muscle from following your food plan and working out, that is two full pounds of change. And that is very meaningful. Yet all you are focusing on is that it's the same number. And and then the thought that immediately comes to your mind is, oh, no progress again. When in fact, there is great progress. It's not the same thing when it's a pound of muscle and it's uh, versus if it's a pound of fat. So I want you to also consider other tracking measures of your success along this journey. For example, ask yourselves a few questions. You know, how's, how's your energy level? How are you feeling physically? Are your clothes fitting better? Are you sleeping better? And at your next medical checkup, look into other things like your blood pressure and your blood sugar levels. When you are losing weight, you are regulating your overhunger. Your blood, your glucose, you know, the sh- your sugar intake is lower and that affects your insulin level, but also your hormones such as your ghrelin and your leptin. These are the two uh, hunger hormones and those send the message to your brain uh, from your stomach to your brain that you are full and that you don't need more food. So it's very important that these hormones are balanced. You can also monitor your progress by measuring uh, your waist or using, you know, the same piece of clothing every time and seeing how it fits you better. Uh, just for, you know, um, 
giving you a sort of indication, men are advised to have a waist circumference, meaning the distance around the natural waist, of to be less than 40 inches, while us women should aim for a waist that measures less than 35 inches. So the scale is one of the many great um, tools that um, help us keep on track with our weight and our overall health. And so instead of feeling angry and frustrated by it, I want to suggest you go to more neutral thoughts about the number on the scale and that you take it as a lovely little machine that's here to give you feedback and awareness and accountability and that it's really just there for you to stay mindful of how your body is doing. The big bad scale, my friends, is your friend. Also, I think it's a perfect present for Christmas to start the new year with momentum, a perfect present to yourself. If the number goes up and stays up, then it means that you are eating more than your body needs. But remember that no matter what the number says, it is only here as a friend, only here to guide you, and that no matter what, you are worthy of your love and of the love of others. You are still the same wonderful person regardless of the number on the scale. So don't let it create unnecessary drama in your head. Make peace with the scale. Appreciate your body for all that it does for you. And um, if you want to change your relationship with food without dieting, remember that I am here for you. I encourage you to, um, you know, book a free session with me because in my program, you will not only lose your weight for the last time, but you will learn to create the life that you dream to live. Seriously, from relationships to creating more money, to managing your career, um, to really manifesting for the life that you want, we cover it all. And it is a life-changing program. The amazing men and women who join me in my program are the proofs of it. Merci beaucoup, my friends. If you have found this episode helpful, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. It helps making the podcast more visible for women who are searching for self-help. Um, again, make peace with the scale, appreciate your body, and always come from a place of compassion and a place of love. This little tool that the scale is, is here to guide you, to help you, and just to you know, keep you on track. If it goes up a little bit, then you know what to do. You just amend your your food plan and no need to make a big fuss about it. You just, you know, do the necessary so that next time you go on it, the number will be um, lower and different and, um, and, and you'll, you know, you'll keep your health under control. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Et à la semaine prochaine. Merci beaucoup. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.